to this is Cruise Radio Rewind. Real reviews from real cruisers. Cruise Radio Rewind. Welcome in. My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode and making us a part of your day. If you're a new listener, Cruise Radio Rewind is a carryover from our Cruise Radio podcast done every Thursday. Here we tackle the listener questions we couldn't get to on Thursday's show and cover breaking news. On this week's show, Sherry Laskin from CruiseMaven.com answers a Norwegian cruise line question. My travel agent, Becky Smith, is here to talk about some Carnival Cruise Line scenarios and questions pertaining to people that are being rebooked and getting refunds. Also, Matt Hotchberg from Royal Caribbean Blog answers a drink package question. But first, we'll jump to Sherry Laskin from CruiseMaven.com before she gets too far into that bottle of wine. Hey, Sherry. Hey, Doug. Yeah, just following doctor's orders for a glass of red wine every day. Are you red or white, though? I know I should be drinking red wine, and I do like it better, but I I found a really nice Pinot Grigio that I like, so Mm -hmm. being half Italian, you know, I'm sort of leaning towards that a little bit, but yeah, either either or, plus a nice port. What are your thoughts on Prosecco? It's okay, you know? Um, I do like, uh, if I have Prosecco, I'll put like a, a little sugar cube in it. I always keep a little pack of sugar cubes, should I have Prosecco. Um, I will just do that. And it kind of sweetens it up. Otherwise, I don't really like champagne Mm -hmm. or Prosecco or sparkling wine. It just, to me, tastes like socks. Not that I eat (laughs) socks. Well, (laughs) on that note, we'll get to the listener question. I have a Sherry Laskin question. I paid my deposit on the NCL website for a November 2020 cruise. Should the price drop, one, will they alert me, two, Will the $500 deposit suffice to receive the privileged information about price drop? And three, under what circumstances will I enjoy the new price and how proactive need I be? Well, thanks. These are really interesting questions and they sort of all fall into one tidy answer, which I will say is no one's going to alert you if there is a price drop. I mean, I've never heard of that happening If you work with a travel agent, it's their job to check with the cruise line to see if the price does drop. Now, you have, what, almost six months to go. So your $500 deposit, while it's nice to have made the deposit and locked in your stateroom or the price, it's privileged information about a price drop is still up to you to Call the cruise line. Look around on some um, online sites, too, because sometimes if you'll go to one of the discount uh, retailers and you've gone to, you you said you booked it through NCL, but if they happen to have a lower price, then you can always bring that to the attention of whomever you speak with at Norwegian Cruise Line. Or in the meantime, you could always find a travel agent to use. Then they can fill out a form with the cruise line that you are doing what's called a um, a transfer of reservation. And then the travel agent will take over your booking. And then the onus is on them to check for a price drop or perks that they can add. If the price doesn't drop, maybe they have group space on it and they can get you some perks that you otherwise wouldn't have known about. So to answer your third question, under what circumstances will you enjoy the new price? Those are the circumstances. And how proactive should you be? Very proactive because no one's going to tell you about it unless, like I said, you work with a travel agent. Cruise lines don't want to give it away, especially right now with with 
you know, obviously with what's going on, if they have a price drop, it's up to you to find it. I would say, though, I mean, if you're doing this on your own, you could go to a website like cruiseline.com and set a price alert for that sailing and they'll notify you if the price goes up or down by 1%. Yeah. So that's like I said, go to some of the online cruise sites and if they have a price drop alert or any kind of mechanism to let you know. And then if you don't want to go with them, at least you know the price dropped and you can always confront the reservation person at Norwegian Cruise Line and say, well, you found it online for this amount, can you match that? Because they they work on either commission or bulk bookings or some sort of reward system. So they're going to want to keep you with Norwegian if they, you know, if they've, if they are the ones that booked it. So just stay on your toes, check different sites, set alerts, and uh, hopefully you will get a price drop. That would be great. And hopefully we have a wonderful cruise season coming up. And if Norwegian says, We will not honor that. Cancel that reservation and book it yourself again under the new price. Absolutely. And just make sure that uh, you don't lose anything. You know, you have to do it, of course, before final payment. All right. Sherry Laskin with CruiseMaven.com. Thanks for spending some time with us this weekend. Thanks, Doug. Have a good weekend. My travel agent is on the line to field your questions. Becky Smith of Becky's Travel Biz. Hey, Becky. How you doing, Doug? Good. Our first question comes from Daniel. I'm a longtime Carnival cruiser and just rescheduled my canceled May 3rd cruise to September of this year. When I rescheduled, I was told I had a Carnival Premier cruise offer, which included priority boarding and free drinks in the casino. I'm curious if I should still consider buying Cheers. Also, I'm curious if the priority boarding includes other faster-to-the-fun options. All right, Becky, so we'll break this down one at a time here. Should he still consider buying Cheers? In regards to the drinks that are included for the Premier players, the Drinks on Us program is included for the casino guests who are playing on the machines or tables in the casino only, and it will not allow the guests to purchase drinks at other bars or the dining room on board under the drinks on us program. So if guests feel like they need to enjoy beverages in other locations on the ship while not playing in the casino, then perhaps the cheers program is more advantageous to buy. So if you did buy the drink package and you got casino drinks too, would that mean that you would have extra drinks or do you still have to do that 15 drink limit with carnival? Typically, they still abide by the 15-day max, Mm -hmm. although I have seen some guests get more than that. Uh, You know, occasionally some extra cash in hand on tips as the drinks are coming by. Even though the drinks are free, the servers can kind of hide a little bit of that and possibly provide some extra drinks. And then on the second question, he wants to know if priority boarding comes with other faster-to-the-fun options. The priority boarding is simply that. It is the ability to get on the ship a bit sooner, and they also include the priority debarking, which would join in with the platinum and diamond guests, but the diamond guests go first, the platinum would be behind it, and the faster the fun casino guests would be in with that bunch as well. The uh, embarkation, wedding parties do go first, platinum, diamond, faster the fun, then the casinos do go in behind them, but that's all it's going to include. So what you're saying is faster to the fun would only get you one boarding group earlier in this case. Yes. Gotcha. And then on board, faster to the fun has the access to the desk on the ship mm-hmm. or a special area for that priority. And you've got priority tendering and a couple of other things that the casino guests would not be able to get. Maybe I just don't spend enough in the casino, but what is a Carnival Premier Cruise offer? 
shockingly enough, a lot of people think you do have to spend a great deal of money to get a premier offer. Typically, in my case, I might spend $20, $30, $40 a night at most in the casino. And I've gotten several premier offers. So you don't have to be one of those that literally sits at a machine and pays rent at it to get the premier offers. You do have to spend a considerable amount to get an ultra offer. But the premier voyages, it depends on uh, what their ships are selling like as far as people getting the premier offers. But if you do get one, you do get the drinks on us for the duration of while you're sitting at a machine or at a table, then you can have the drinks on us program. You've got also a pre-cruise gift. It might be a tote bag, might be a, a photo book. It could be any number of things. You also get the priority embark and debark. You get a special party. It's generally at five o'clock on the first afternoon of embark day where they go through some of the things that are going to take place during the week and they have a party in with it somewhat like the past guest party with drinks and hors d'oeuvres they'll also have invitation only casino tournaments that take place periodically during the voyage they'll have a chance at twenty thousand dollars in free play Uh, they'll have various cash and prizes every cruise some of those prizes could be even an ipad maybe a camera could be a variety of things that they'll have a chance to get. One thing I learned a couple of cruises ago, if you were to win like an iPad iPhone combo in one of those skill games, you have to pay the taxes on the value of what you win. Yes, indeed you do. A woman's son won an iPad and an iPhone and she was freaking out because it was a value of $3,000 and I don't want to pay this. I'm like, I will gladly pay the tax on both of these items if you give them to me. Yeah, it's a maximum limit. I think it's a, like $1,200 limit. Mm-hmm. If it's $1,200 or more, that's when the tax part kicks in. All right, our next question here says, when we moved our booking from May to September, we gained a lot of onboard credit. What are the permitted uses of it? Would it be able to be used for the daily gratuities, casino, shore excursions, and would any of the complimentary onboard credit be able to be refunded if not completely used? Some onboard credit that a guest may get is going to be considered refundable. Usually that comes from whenever a guest claims price drops. That's fully refundable. If they don't use it, they don't lose it, and it can be refunded back to the method of payment that was used. But the majority of onboard credits, such as stockholder credits, the credit from these perks that are coming up from canceled voyages, all of that is considered non-refundable credit, and it has to be spent on the ship, cannot be used in advance. I know some people have asked if they could use onboard credit for shore excursions that are purchased ahead of time. And unfortunately, no, because onboard credit is just that, money that is spent on board the ship. Can be used for drinks that are purchased on board, fun shop purchases, photos, excursions, gratuities, etc. And it can be also spent as play money in the casino. If it's used on the machines, right now, no fees are charged for those. And generally, there are fees that are assessed if a guest chooses to use their card on table games. But in the case of a premier, normally they will waive those fees and allow guests to take money off of their accounts. So they could use it theoretically in the casino to help eat up some of that onboard credit that they may have. A lot of people are snatching up cruise line stock right now because it's so cheap. Is it really that easy to claim your shareholder credit? You just log on to like Ameritrade and print out a statement? Yes, you complete your stock form, get it back from your stockbroker online, ever how you can access it. It must be a form that is from the most recent 
time period. Some people it's monthly, some people it's quarterly. It must be the most recent one. And generally those can be sent in from July sailings to the next July sailings. They are already available to be tapped into now. The cruise line votes those perks in each year around March or April, and they have already been voted back in for the full duration next year. So if you've got a cruise booked in July, one in the fall, one in the winter, one next spring, you can send in for all of them at this time and get them all done at one time if you wish it. If I was sailing with someone and we were in the same stateroom and we both had 100 shares, would we both get, say, the $100 onboard credit each? Unfortunately, no. It is one per stateroom. So if sometimes there's a husband and wife that may have the shareholder credits and both names are on the stockholder form, if they have somebody else that's traveling with them, maybe other family members or friends, they could split up and go into each of the two cabins, two separate cabins, and get the stockholder credit on each of those cabins. But it's only one per cabin. I guess it's one of those things where you have to get creative during the booking, kind of like with the drink package. True. I'm going to throw a last minute question at you, Becky. I just got an email as you were speaking. She says, I am confused. Two of my cruises were canceled and I opted for the full refund. All that has showed up in my bank account so far is just a fraction of the total of the cost. What am I missing? Then my take would be one of two or three things. Either one, she has possibly gotten a refund back on maybe short excursions that could have been purchased. Perhaps that department is running ahead of the the other department. Uh, Maybe Wi-Fi packages, anything excess that she purchased relating to the cruise. And then the other money will likely be following. Or uh, it could be that there might have been some possible miscommunication between her and what she elected to do that they could have withheld the penalty and waiting for the future cruise credit and onboard credit option. My advice would be to contact whomever she booked with, uh, Carnival Directly, Travel Agent PVP, and just to make sure that her desire was met for a full refund cancellation versus the future cruise credit and onboard credit. Okay, so if my cruise was $2,000 and I opted for the refund, say I didn't buy anything extra like Wi-Fi or anything, I should get the $2,000 back at one time? Generally, it's all one and done, and it all goes back to the same method of payment, whatever was used. Uh, One thing that we come across, unfortunately, quite frequently is maybe a guest used uh, gift cards, Mm -hmm. and then they used uh, maybe a Visa credit card or debit card. The Visa credit or debit card will be generally refunded quicker. The gift card process refunds take much longer because it has to leave Carnival's hands, goes to the gift card department, and then they have to send those gift cards out uh, via snail mail in most cases to the Mm -hmm. guests. So if somebody did make multiple methods of payments, it could be a longer process getting it back. And if they have, let's say, a debit card or credit card that now no longer is valid and that guest no longer owns that card, they do not have another card that's associated with the bank or the credit card institution, the the cruise lines, and this is all of them, not just Carnival, they do have to make the effort to send it back to that original form of payment first. If it gets declined, then the cruise line at a later date will turn around and send out a check to cover that money that was due to be refunded. Again, that is going to further slow the process of the refund. Taking it a step further, what if you are getting a refund, but that card is expired or you have a new card now? If it is a situation where somebody's card is expired, they've gotten a new card, it's still with the same bank or the Mm -hmm. same credit card company, 
the refund generally will roll right over to the new one. All right. We've been talking with Becky Smith from Becky'sTravelBiz.net, also my personal travel agent. And I got to tell you, uh, worth their weight in gold travel agents are. Becky, thank you so much for taking the time this morning. Thank you, Doug. Have a great day. All right. To answer our next question is Matt Hotchberg over at the Royal Caribbean blog, a question about the Royal Caribbean drink package. She says, if my drink package only covers beverages up to $12, what happens if I want to purchase a drink that is $14? Do I pay the difference or do I have to purchase the whole drink separately? I'm really confused on how this works. Hey, Doug, glad to be back here and talking about my favorite thing, drink packages on Royal Caribbean. So what happens when the drink you order costs more than the drink package allotment for a drink costs? And and that's a really good question. First of all, you should know that the drink package allotment you get is before gratuity. So if the menu says $12, then it will cover the $12 drink, right? No matter what the gratuity is on the top of that, that is covered as part of your drink package. Don't worry about that. Now, if you do exceed the drink package threshold, you order a glass of wine that's 20 bucks, you are responsible for the difference in that. So in the example here, when the drink package covers up to $12 and the drink you want to order is 14 you would be charged $2 extra. On Oasis and Quantum class ships, the drink package allotment is actually $13 per drink if that factors into your decision at all. To be honest with you, it's pretty hard to actually see the drink package allotment unless you specify a specific super top shelf liquor or you pick from one of the very, very few menu items that actually is priced above. If there was a little while where there were a couple drinks on every menu that was priced above the drink package, those seem to have been relaxed a little bit. So what I'm trying to say is it's really difficult to go above that drink package maximum. And I would say, again, the most likely scenario that occurs in is when somebody specifies I want to have a you know a specific liquor that is costs significantly amount more usually glasses of wine are probably the most common one but we're talking about ordering a strawberry daiquiri or a lava flow or a pina colada you're pretty much covered with that drink package hope this helps you can catch matt in his article outlining the royal caribbean drink package at royalcaribbeanblog.com we'll also link to that in the show notes of this week's episode before i let you go i want to tackle a couple of things here i won't take much of your time i promise be careful of the information you're consuming about the cruise industry Uh, Bloomberg did a slam piece on the industry a couple of days ago, and just so much misinformation in there. And you think, oh, Bloomberg, reputable source. Not so much. Look at the very bottom of that article and look how many times they've had to revise it since they published it because everyone keeps calling them out with wrong facts. They've misquoted people, taking things out of context. So just be careful what you consume out there. And also, I know we're all going through a crazy time right now, whether it's being laid off, not being able to open our small business, furloughed, pay cuts. There's no one seems to be immune from this. Heck, one of my clients, a cruise excursion company who's been with me since 2014, there's no ship sailing, so they can't offer tours. So cruising excursions had to bail out, which I totally get and I wish them the best, but it's just no one is untouched here. So once all this passes, once it's safe to travel again, we're going to have one hell of a sail away party. Thank you so much for being here. We'll talk to you on Thursday. Be safe and take care. During these difficult times for the travel industry, Cruise Radio stands behind the men and women who work so hard to bring our vacation dreams to life. From the captains and crew to travel agents, tour operators, 
vendors, and port employees, we offer a sincere thank you on behalf of the thousands of guests whose lives you impact each and every day. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.